I'm glad you got the right intro this time. I know. <laughs> yeah. PNB Podcast, we back. Shout out to Brio. What's your name? DR? Uh, Haiti? She was in Haiti. Yeah, Haiti, yeah, Haiti, yeah. Haiti. Shout out her, man. Her Instagram stay popping. But she, I, I saw that she wanted to come back home. But I did see that. that. The, the sunshine was hitting her right. And <laughs> I, I seen she was uh, taking yoga classes while she was out there. It looked like she was on a yoga retreat, man. Facts. You facts. know what I'm saying? She looked like she was having a good time. But shout out to our, our third co-host, man. She's away. She's on the way back. I think she's going to be going next week, too. But make sure y'all reach back out to her. And, uh, wish her a happy belated birthday for those who might have missed it. Um, she's away this week, so we'll be back in the studio giving you all another quick episode, another quick, and we are episode 51. 51, yeah. man, come Wednesday when this shit drops, my birthday, so yeah. that's- Happy early birthday. Appreciate it, Make bro. sure y'all slide in my man DMs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Send him the nudes, <laughs> send him the videos, you know what I mean? Flood my man, flood my man Gates with, with, with the good content, you know what I hey, mean? Hey, son, just make sure you include your nudes with like, you know, your cooking skills too. I like, oh, gotta go I, hand in hand? I like to see the food, you know what I mean? Okay. You know, and then- so, Slide it in. So if the news is fire, but the food trash, they don't make up for it? They don't make up for it, bro. You can't be out here sending news with a grilled cheese and no nah, butter. You know what I mean? Got you. So you want to see both work. Both. both. I got you. I you feel you. I feel you. I'm not mad at that. What's good, though, man? What's, what's going on? What we been up to? A lot of great stuff, man. Um, we just had another successful event uh, last last Wednesday, February 13th. We had the uh, the cuffing season we put on with the Africanist podcast. Shout out to them. Um, and you know, shout out to uh, Just Call It Brunch podcast as well for holding yeah, us down and hosting. Sure. Um, it was a really, it was new. It was a, it was a new event for us, a new avenue for us as well. Um, but we put it on. We we uh, shout out to Chad too for for hooking us up at our song Songbird and, and allowing us to uh, utilize the space for our idea. And um, we got in there. We put the games down. We had Jenga rolling. We had the cuff cards out. The giant, um, giant Uno. Giant, the, the fucking giant Uno. I, yeah, it's crazy because I didn't think it was going to work, but people was playing the hell out that son, jump. Son, let the niggas know how long it took for us to shuffle them well, damn cards. Well, first of all, we had to go on YouTube to, <laughs> to learn how to do it, which is crazy, but we, we got it done. We got it done. But it was a beautiful time, man. A, a, lot, a lot of people came out. What was really dope to see is that our audience and then the Africanist audience and even the Just Call It Brunch audience, man, they all came in one room and we all sat back and realized that I mean, it's a small area, man. A lot of people know each other. You know, you know, they come from an African culture. You know, we all non-African. You know, we all from the Western Hemisphere or whatever. And, uh, you know, going into the planning, you know, we thought that the two cultures um, would just, you know, give a different feedback, especially with some of the games we were playing and some of the questions that, that were being asked during the games. But nah, man, African girls was up there signing up to play. Um, I told y'all the whole event. I said, man, y'all are selling, selling y'all audience short because... They were down to play. It was so many women back there in the uh, in the, the little waiting room yep. that we that we set up to um, prepare as they got on stage to play a game that we created called um, Blind Truth the Blind Truth the Drink. Yeah. Um, was, I'm sorry, Blind Date Truth the Drink. Yeah, and it was so many. It was so many people backstage trying to play that we didn't even have enough time to get to Absolutely. everybody. Right? Yeah, now we had to shut it down. It was like, <laughs> man, fuck this. Let's end this game. We'll just right. turn the music on. Let's let's just have a party. So there, it was a good there, time. Was met, there was a there was a lot of people there and um, a lot of good social in- interaction. Right. Um, and even that, just being on stage and looking out to the crowd, that's something different for me. Absolutely. You know what I mean? yeah. So just. A, and and the thing is, when we were playing that blind date, truth to drink, you know how when we was going through picking questions beforehand, yeah, you know we we was trying to warm it up and be safe. They didn't want it. They wanted to they go straight like, to yeah. it, man. Ask us to heat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We try to we try to say, okay, let's do four categories to go from like icebreaker to turned up. And man, the girls was like, nah, nah. bring the heat. We want yeah. to hear the good stuff. So you know, every every event, man, we we there's always takeaways and there's always adjustments and things that we could do differently. And I think this one, we had a really, because of the positive feedback that we got, you know, I was a little bit more hard on myself because it's like, man, there's so many things that we could have done different. So Facts. for sure, for sure, um, there's some takeaways that we're going to be taking note of. Yeah. You know, we appreciate everybody that came out that gave us, you know, that gave us their time. It was a Wednesday night. They did not have to be there. A Wednesday. Um, yep. You know, a nigga was tired. Early in the day, me and, me and the truth, we we participated in a Black History Month panel. And then from there, we went straight to, went, went, ran straight up to the city. I mean, I had my hard bottoms on. Dog, my next day, my feet was hurting. <laughs> but I'll tell you this, man. I would do it all again in a heartbeat. You know, and the the interesting thing was, was, you know, in talking about this, on Friday, I think Songbird, they had Danny Lee. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess... uh. A famous singer, you know, you can say, and I uh, think, up, up and coming, up, uh, up and coming, yeah, up and coming. You know, more popular than us. She, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> she, you know, her yeah, fo- yeah. her follower count is different than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I, I think our crowd 
rivaled hers yeah. on you know, on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So it's just to speak to the people who came out to support. Absolutely. And then the thing I always like to point out is there were a couple people who came that I've seen at every do say oh, for absolutely. days, you know, every PNB presents event, and every time, man, like. Make sure y'all y'all get my attention. You know, I, when I see y'all, I always come over and Absolutely. just dap you up. I'll buy you a drink. I'll get you out the way because, like, that's the stuff I like to see. Absolutely. Like, those those uh, repeat or recurring uh, customers, if you will. Um, you know, that that's, that's always fulfilling to us just to know that we're continually... In, not only inviting people back, but you know, drawing your attention and and giving delivering content that you want. Absolutely, but that game was lit. It that, was. That time it I might have to hop in on that. I joint, thought you man. was gonna play, man. I, man, I, really I, I, you I got a little. I got a little scared because I was like, look, they they asking the real questions, <laughs> you know. And it, right. there, there was there was some people out in the crowd. I was like, yeah, she don't need to know my energy. Word, word, I feel you. you know, what I mean, we can we can play a uh, real truth to drink for real later on in huh? the back. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, you know, in the light of speaking to people that's always been at, at our events, man, it's it's, it's five it's four people i want to specifically shout out because they always come and they always show love so uh, my man nate and malcolm they always move as a unit and his man though i always forget my man name but he is always first at our events no matter what it is my man is there rain sleep i think snow i think shine. i know exactly who you talking the about break on yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he always be chilling always be cool always be yeah, cool he was there yeah, he yeah. was there man and yeah, i always forget my man name but big shout out to you for what being one of our biggest supporters also i want to shout out my homegirl um Zainab. And my homegirl, Danielle, both of them came. Um, I hit them both on Twitter. And it was like, yo, um, y'all coming? It was like, yeah, we getting our tickets right now. So I told them I only got to talk to them for like a little bit. So I told them let's go to happy hour. So I might get up with them this week or next week to go to happy hour. But shout out to to them four. Well, them five. I'm sorry. Because like I said, man, they always show up. They always support, man. And it definitely does mean yo, a lot. You, also, you know we got to shout out A-Flow. Shout out Ice for holding us down. Always, man. Always coming through, holding us down. For sure. And, you know, just being out there, man. That was really appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. But the real MVP of that night, man, for real, for it was Chad. Hands down. (laughs) Chad was on the mixer. You know what I'm saying? He was running. He was setting up equipment. He was working the bar. He was checking niggas in. The photo booth. The the photo booth. So, man, shout out to Chad, man. He does not get enough credit uh, for what he's helped us do for these last couple of events. Even at our last Do Say for Days, I mean, he was back there opening boxes, opening up the bottles, pouring drinks. Like, he was definitely doing everything so big shout out to him man that is definitely somebody that i um that i really appreciate yeah most definitely man shit well and shout out to the women that came but man y'all showed up and showed out bro it was in there so the niggas that missed it so that's son so i i had a that was a topic yeah i had a back and forth with people so like i really was telling people like yo yeah a lot of dudes really missed out not to say you know you're gonna come there and find a woman Right, 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 right right but my logic is the more women you know the closer you can get to being introduced to the woman you're supposed to be with. Because obviously, you know, you're going to hang out with more people who are similar to you. Right. You know, black men, I hang out with mostly black men. Right. right? Black women, I expect you to hang out with mostly black women. There were a lot, a lot of beautiful people, not just women, but men as well. Beautiful people in the audience. But it was like, 75, 25. Yeah, then I want. I don't know if it was 75, 25. 70 to 30. You know, 70, 30? 70 okay. to 30 women and men. So every man that came had like, what, three or four different women that didn't know him probably. Absolutely. If, yeah. if, shit, if, if not more. Mm-hmm. And and the look, the women who played uh, Blind Date Truth to Drink and who were backstage waiting to waiting play, play. Yeah. bro, I was sitting there like, yo, look, look if I do it, you got to have her <laughs> opposite me. Because and had and asking me the wild questions because you know I I'll go for it for real. They, they messed up, man. The dudes, <laughs> listen, man. They messed up when the pictures drop, when the the, the videos and all the other content we got lined up drops. Y'all will see. So you know, once again, we did this, um, you know, pre Valentine's Day, but that's not something that does not mean that we can't continue to recreate something very similar. Absolutely. I feel like love is always bubbling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what day it is, and and not even just that. Like I said, you know, you came out. I mean, it really was just one big-ass networking event, man. Yep. Like, I was passing out my business cards. You know, all of us were passing out our podcast cards. You know, I, I try to go around, as I usually do, and try to introduce myself to as many people as I can. Um, There was one young lady. Um, she hit me on GroupMe. So she's in a work GroupMe that I created, that we created a while ago. But her name is... uh. 
Isosa. She messaged me on group me and was like, "Hey, I'm here at the event by myself. I don't know anyone here." Yo, she she uh she met up with me as well. Yeah. Did she? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she I don't remember meeting her, but she told me that she said that we said what's up to each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think at the moment she realized that we were hosting the event. Yeah, because I think she she probably came a little bit earlier. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. even just hearing that that she don't know me from Tom, Dick, and Harry, and she pulled up by herself to come have right. a good time, man, that really means a lot. So shout out to her. I definitely make sure that I follow up with you. Um. And next time for sure, like, nah, but thanks. it happens. It's only people that slip through the cracks that like we sent invites to, and they're like, "Oh, we saw you, but like I couldn't come talk because you was on the stage." And you know, so I I kind of miss out on all those opportunities, but it's definitely still means a lot when I they think, pull up. And and the good thing is, is that just that right? We try to loop back around and make sure we include everybody. Like yeah. even myself, like I actually spoke to the same young lady, sure. and uh, she gave me her number, and I was like, "Look, like I'll try to get up with you." Um, when I can, we maybe we can meet up for a happy hour or something. Yeah. You never know what type of connection, what type of benefit you know those people can bring. But like, like I said, it, it was it was an ongoing conversation, and the, there was a lot of people. There was a lot of women at first who didn't even want, who were a little skeptical of the event because they were like, "It's not going to be enough guys there. Right, it's right, not right. going to be enough guys there." And I assured them, I was like, "Look, there there were don't get me don't get it twisted. There were enough guys there, but I just wish it was more of a 50-50. because yeah, yeah, there were a lot of people who made great connections." Um, my man's hit me. He was like, look, I got a date next week, for real, for real. <laughs> word, word. You know, I might be coming late to some of your birthday joints. And I was like, all right, that's that's fine or whatever. But hey, man, but a lot of you you don't get that much of uh, or that many, you know, I, I guess, quote unquote, successful, you know, color people in one room at one word, time, word, all word, having word. fun. Absolutely. And, and I don't shit. We ain't had no bullshit happening. Nothing. Usual, none of that. It's just all fun, man. Yeah, and, nah, and they they got a little active, man. They they're yeah, a little nah, wild ass crowd. Yeah, that's what I'm you know, the the crowd engagement was dope, especially when we started playing uh, Truth the Drink, man. The girls were literally like pushing towards the stage, like booing guys or saying <laughs> no, don't say no. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really cool to see that. And like you said, you know when. When I was explaining the event and some of the games to people, especially women, they were just a little skeptical. Like, nah, I'm not interested in playing that. Right. But then to see how many people actually wanted to play once they saw the first round. Shout out to Tony because Tony was the one that stepped out there first. Yeah. And once they saw that happen, they were like, oh, shit, I can play this. Yeah. This is this looks like a it's good time. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it was cool. Uh, one of my homegirls, I went to VCU, but she's in medical school at Howard. And uh, she pulled up with like five or six all, other people, man. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that was really good to see. So, I just like the fact that people have been to our events before and they're like, oh, now nah, y'all got to come back to their shit. So, they bringing, mm. you know, multiple people with them. So, man, it, it all means something to me, man. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, man. We and shit. We got we got a lot more things in, in the chamber Absolutely. ready to roll out. So, just stay locked with us and, and keep locked to the social media and the Instagram and shit like that. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Shit. What, what we got on the table for today, Geech? What's on the docket? Oh, um, shit. Well, I mean, even though Braille's not here, did we want to talk about our unpopular black opinion oh, early? Or did we want to start with uh, Jesse? <sighs> Man. We, we got to start with Jesse. Start Jesse? Uh, you start know, with Jesse. keep it quick because this nigga... Yeah, we don't got to spend too much time. So, so I know we talked about it before. You know, we we actually what actually two, you know two the, episodes ago. I don't right? think we we mentioned it, but we really didn't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So we we mentioned that something had happened, right. and and we, immediately as as black people, as as I think we should, we were very loyal. Like jumped out there, yo, this is crazy. Racism is just wild. Pouring bleach on a black man's face, kidnapping him, robbing him, whatever, yeah. all because of in the name of racism and hate crime. And then the disappointing thing is that now you have stories coming out where even as a black man, I'm still skeptical. I'm like, yo, is this is this really real? Is this true? And, and, and as you should be, right? Like, right. because we know how things have historically worked, <laughs> yeah. it's really hard to say, to put your flag on one story. Yep. You know what I mean? Personally, I feel like it's a culmination of different things, but, yeah. but go ahead. But yeah, yeah. So Jesse Smollett, they had the... Um, the story come out recently that he actually paid the two gentlemen who turned out to be brothers, I believe. Yeah. To they were like extras on the show before. So. Yeah, to yeah. like stage his kidnapping and beating mm-hmm. and um assault in public. And it's sad because now, you know, you take this story this most recent story and then you parallel parallel it back to the the main story that dropped first when this all first happened and then all i keep thinking about is the fact that the first phone call he made was to his publicist ah uh, yeah uh, or his yeah, pr manager, right manager something, like some, that, yeah. some shit like that all that shit. first of all let's slow it down have you seen the, did you see the two niggas 
No, I have not. So there was some big, so there was some big motherfuckers on. This all <laughs> Nigerian brothers. The, the only shirt, the only picture I seen was them niggas with no shirt on, brolic as fuck. So let's keep it real. <laughs> let's keep it real, dog. Yeah, no if it was them niggas that did it, they would have beat the shit out of Jesse Smollett. Yeah, and that's the first thing that jumped out to me, right? I'm just thinking. I got my um, I got my mag, my maga, my maga hat on right now. <laughs> you, so you, had, you had uh, mention barbecue. <laughs> I got a one. You had mention barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, Bishop Barbecue sent me a um a, a motherfucking coupon for my birthday. He said I got a, I got a free. Hey, sale. what are you trying to go up there, Joe? Because I go with you. <laughs> That's funny. He said I got a free sandwich, bro. That's funny. But I got. Let's pretend I put my maga hat on, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm going out to seek a black man and in particular a black gay man to commit a crime to, I'm not letting them up. It's not going to be no light work. You know what I'm saying? I, I would imagine. <laughs> no, seriously. If you would you we've seen how hate crowds go before. Yeah. These people really get injured. So when they put up the pictures, he had like the little like the little scratch underneath his eye. I was like, that's that was kind of light. Then you add in the stuff about the noose and the bleach. But to me, I was just still thinking like this, some of this just doesn't make sense, right? They, yeah, they there's no bruises, bro. You get punched, you get stomped on, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like if it's too especially them niggas. Yeah. Two big ass niggas though. They would have dog. They would have beat the dog shit out of them. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny at the same time because the, it, it it just was alarming to me, right? Yeah. Like you hear the story about him still walking around with the noose on his neck. If somebody ties a noose around my neck, sorry, I'm not keeping that on to preserve evidence. I would have took that joint off, put it in my put it in my no, whatever. No one in their right mind is thinking about preserving evidence, dog. In, in that moment, they, exactly, in that moment, exactly. Yeah. Like especially. Fuck that shit. Like, the evidence is going to be there. Call it what it is. Yeah. It don't make sense. You know what I mean? This is during the polar vortex. It was negative 30, negative 40 degrees in Chicago. Right. You walking to get subway? I never had no subway that was that fire where at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I'm thinking about walking to go get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of that just don't Especially make sense. Especially in a polar vortex. During maybe. the polar vortex, bro. Yeah. Whatever hotel I'm at, I'm sure they got room service. If they got room yeah. service going that late, they got something. Some I got Uber Eats. You know what I'm saying? It's Grubhub. It's hella options. That part just didn't make sense. And, you know, as you start to hear the story starting to unravel, and like you said, I'm not sure if I buy it just yet. Right. Because we know historically, you know, police forces have lied and they've cheated their way. The news. The news lies and they spin things. So, you know, I, I personally right now can't tell you what side I'm on, but I will tell you this. My spidey senses are tingling about this whole situation from jump. And this is why I always say as black people, we can't jump and retweet everything we see. Because at the end of the day, we we gonna look we sometimes look stupid. We look stupid. We look stupid, but I, I'm not gonna sit here and blame the people who retweet the story. Cause I, I was one of them. I, I jumping out to defend your people, your kind, is is what we what we should be doing, right? And we always call for more unity and, and more stuff like that. But the sad thing is, is the people who manipulate the masses. Yes. You know, they manipulate yeah, yeah. the support that they have for people. Because then these are the type of stories where a skeptical or someone would look at it and be like, well, that's the reason why I'm not going to support black people. Absolutely. Or, or people like him. Because people or, are looking for or this, people that, are looking for opportunities like to, to discredit the plight of the black man, to discredit the plight of the homosexual man or woman. And, like people yep. are looking for this type yep. of thing. And that, and that was exactly, it's for him, he's not only a black man, but he's also a homosexual man. So, and same, similar type movements, right? Yeah, Sim, yeah. Similar type situations and now you're throwing dirt on the same thing you're supposedly representing. Right, right. And, and I think well. that's the part that kind of trips me out the most, especially if it does come out that he was lying, man, to tie in not just the race, but, you know, the sexual orientation piece, man. Like, people actually have real crimes done to them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, people that go out and commit hate crimes against, you know, people uh for their race or for their sexual orientation, like, those are disgusting people to me. So let's make that clear. Yeah. You are disgusting to me if you do things like that um, to people, right? But for him to kind of tie all these things together and create some big-ass story because he's supposed to get, supposedly getting written off the show, you're playing to people's emotions. You're mm-hmm. playing to people who have actually experienced that or, or you know, have, have uh, or just have a heart, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucked up. One thing that I saw that really, really bothered me, and I was kind of hitting towards this uh, on my Twitter 
um, account a couple of times, but, you know, I would see people retweet, um, you know, a, a, let's say it was a, a piece of a story that came out and say, okay, he was lying about this or supposedly lying about this. And it would say like, well, uh, that doesn't take away from y'all's homophobia or, um, you know, y'all only doing this because he's gay. Like people are trying to discredit like other people's opinions and, and throwing homophobic on it to get like retweets and likes. And, I, and that was that's what really bothers me, because I think I feel like sometimes we're at the point now where we can't critique somebody unless they're another black straight male. I feel like black straight males continue to get the continue to get the tail end of the stick. I remember when uh, Kamala Harris, you know, a, a lot of people not rocking with her. Right. But the first thing I saw people going to was, oh, y'all only saying this because she's a black woman. No. no. I'll, let me tell you something. If there's nobody else in this world that want a black woman president, it's me. I tell y'all this all the fucking time. I love working for black women. You know why I love working for black women? Because black women get the fucking job done. Black women always are spearheading everything. And y'all do it with the best of y'all abilities. Y'all are confident. Y'all are knowledgeable, so on and so forth. So to have a black woman president, man, I'm itching for that. I right. can't wait because that's what I think is going to change this country and shake it up for what we need and get us going on the right path. So, so no, if I get on Twitter and I and I criticize uh, Kamala, it's not because she's a black woman. It's because I wasn't rocking with her policies. I check, like we always say, check her stats. It like, has it has nothing to do right. with the her as a black woman. If I get online and I say, nah, Jesse Lyon is, has nothing to do with him being gay. I am the furthest from homophobic. You know why I'm crit criticizing him? Because he's fucking lying. Because you know he's what fucking I mean? stupid. That's what I'm like. Yeah. It has nothing to do with him being homosexual. And I feel like people are playing into the emotions and they're playing into into these feelings and they know what it takes to get likes and retweet. I've seen so many people copy and paste the same tweet. Y'all, y'all, uh, it, it was something along the lines of y'all so quick to jump out and say he a liar, but isn't Chicago the police the same ones that was trying to cover up the uh, what's what's my guys the, the the young boy that got shot and killed that they covered up um the shooting the look. LaQuentin, I think his name was. But remember, uh, they just settled. And the cops, I think one of them is going to jail. I think one got dismissed or something I, like I that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I've seen that same tweet from multiple people for like the last two weeks. Because once again, people are seeing what gets retweeted. And they're using that same spin and that same angle and throwing it on their page to get likes and to go viral in that. Like, it's the same thing. You use certain key phrases in your tweets and people are going to retweet that. You know, and that's what kind of bothers me because it's like, yo, I'm not criticizing him because he's gay. That has nothing to do with it. If he was, if it was you, and you made up this whole story, dog, I'm frying your ass. Yo, yes, point I, blank. Period. I know, I know. Point blank. Period. And you know what I mean? And but that's the thing. Like that's the thing that bothers me the most. The the homophobia part. Yeah. Like I, I spoke about it before. The, I told you, man, the ties are shifting. Being a black straight male in America right now <laughs> is a very scary place because. You, you don't have any influence. You don't have any power to move. You have to say all the right things. You have to do all the right things right. all the time. Or you're getting attacked. Or 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 you you're getting attacked. And yeah. you're getting attacked regardless. Yeah. Now you got this this situation with Jesse. This opens the door for a lot of other people that look like him. Right. Black men, gay men, to get bullied. To get treated differently, like it's it's not just the hate crimes that affect people. It's the subtle shit. Mm. It's going to a restaurant, right, mm -hmm. and not getting the same level of service as uh you know a white woman or or so, a, a a person who's different because from you. Because you look different, Be or you you're in there with another man, or you're exactly, in there with another woman. Exactly. Exactly. It's 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 the real subtle shit. Not getting a promotion at work. You know, right, like, right, right. Like it, it doesn't have to be a crime, and this is—it's the shit that affects you on a day-to-day -day basis. Exactly, kind of and thing. those yeah. are the major things because that's the things that fuck with your money, that fucks with your family. All those things we don't really talk about because we only pay attention to the big ticket stories. Oh, this guy—he was a gay black guy lied about this, that, and the third. Well, now you know if they see two black guys walking down the street, somebody may look at them and be like, "Oh, those, those." Yeah, let's yeah. go do this to him or yeah. let's treat him differently or let's not talk to him. Like right. you right, never right, know right, the right. opportunities, especially as a quote unquote influence influence. And we talked about this with the fire festival. We, we never know that you never know the opportunities as an influencer that you're taking away from regular quote unquote regular people because of your influence. Right. And and Jesse, here it is. Another case. You know what I mean? And then, you know, we talked about R. Kelly before. There it is, another case. Now, every black man who dates a woman who's five years 
uh, younger than him or or more is is being <laughs> chastised. And but at the same on the same note, you know, Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh man, it, it's oh. it's cool. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, you opening the worms today. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's 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 just how people look at it, man. We pick and choose. We always pick and choose what we want to talk about. And you're right. It's because of the fact that certain things are popular. Yeah. Certain things get clickbait. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're in the social media age. Yeah. Our generation is really fucked up. And it's not beneficial at no party, man. In fact, I, I just don't like when people are made to seem like they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just a scary place where if I have an opinion, it's because and if I have an opinion, I get labeled this. You don't even know me. Yeah. And not to say it, it has not happened to me, but I, I saw that constantly. Like, oh, well, y'all only doing this. No, you're the one that's taking it there. I'm not taking it there. Neither. None of these people have mentioned anything about him being gay. All I've right. read is that he's lying. The story just seems a little odd to me. Yep. If it was a straight man, black man, straight white man. A white woman, I would still feel the same exact way. The situation, the circumstances, the evidence seem very, very shaky. And it has nothing to do with his sexual orientation. I want to let y'all know this right now. Probably, if it was a straight black man, this story would have got swept under the rug. Well, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look probably. what happened in uh, Charlottesville, right? Yeah. Straight black man. But that goes, to, that goes to show, if he is lying, that goes to show you how like sick he is to even think of this because throwing in the gay thing, like calling him um, the F word that rhymes with maggot yeah. in the story. Like he knew that that would trigger a whole nother yeah. um, set of emotions and another set of response. You know what I mean? And it's, it, it, it's crazy. I'm very interested to see how this one plays out, man. But like I said, I think if he is lying, I just don't like the fact that this is damaging to that, to several, um, you know, demographics that we have, man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it takes away, it is like we always say about some of the men or women that cry wolf for rape, right? Like when it comes out that they lied or whatever, that takes away from people that have actually experienced that yeah. trauma that takes away from their stories. And, you know, if he made up this story about the MAGA and the gay thing, man, that takes away from gay men that actually are out there getting hurt or getting yeah. discriminated against like yeah. that. And that's not cool. That's not cool whatsoever. So I'm just make it clear. Ain't nobody homophobic, none of that. I'm just calling a spade a spade when I say, <laughs> and the shit just don't look right to me. It don't look point right blank period. I don't care what he look like. I don't care who he loves, who he sleeps with. That I don't give a shit about now, none of that. Yeah. I am all welcoming, all encompassing. But I'm telling you right now, when a nigga lying to me, I'm gonna call him a liar. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> point blank period. <laughs> I'll that. discriminate against a liar. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> shit, fuck it. You lie to me. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. You lie, you a liar. I'm gonna call you that. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not gonna put nothing um, in front of it. I'm not gonna put nothing behind it. You just a liar. Facts. Period. Facts. Well, look, let's get into the uh, that shit. That leads us right into our unpopular black opinion then. Okay. So, All right, so hold on, hold on. Before you introduce it, so for the spirit of Black History Month, once again, we told ourselves, we told y'all we was going to do an unpopular black opinion every week. Brio is usually one that vets these things. Yeah. But she's not here this week. <laughs> so, so we're going so we about to, to fuck it up? That's what you're about to say. We're about to fuck it up. <laughs> we're about to attempt to pull this off without her here. And, you know, because we men, we, we be scatterbrained. So let's see if we can pull this up. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, see if we can bring it together. All right. So so we, we tried to discuss it before the show. But so let, let's let's put it all together. The unpopular black opinion. And I, I said it right before the show. There's a lot of thunder, mm -hmm. but no lightning. Meaning that our generation, you know, um, right now, we are considered a progressive generation. A very progressive generation, you know, in terms of um technology and advancements and 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 so many different fields but the reason why i say there's a lot of thunder no lightning is, is because unlike our previous generations we do a lot of talking but the action piece the the unity in action is the piece that i believe or that we believe is missing super lackluster so that's what we're addressing yeah. today the unpopular black opinion so this this right here um we kind of came up with that one based on some of the responses that we've seen this week in regards to the the uh, Gucci boycott. So the first thing we saw, um, you know, Gucci, they came out for some odd fucking reason. They came out with a black face like mask. So, uh, so uh, real quick, real yeah. quick. I ain't going to hold you. If the turtleneck had come without the lips, I'm dead ass, yo. 
if it had came without the red lips, uh-huh. the shit would have been fire. You know why? Why? Because it makes sense. You have a turtleneck. Uh-huh. What do people do with a turtleneck? They wrap it around their face. They wrap, they, but they got, they wrap but, it around their face. But the thing is, Gucci is not innovators for that. They got, bak, what's it just called? Baklavas. Baklavas <laughs> is, the yeah. same, is the same Man. shit. You know what I mean? So... So yeah, well, it, my it, biggest thing is first of all, that thing was like six hundred, six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars, something Gucci. like that. It's Gucci, and that's just ugly as hell to be spending that amount of money. Yeah. But go ahead, but it, but it, but it's Gucci, it's, it's yeah, Gucci, yeah, right? Yeah. But the, yeah, the thing that got us was that you know <laughs> they make, and to me it's funny they make mm-hmm. the, this turtleneck, and then someone decides in in their department to paint <laughs> lips, fucking red lips <laughs> out of all, like why, 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 but, why but, do you think? Why do you think? You want to know? I think I'm I'm going to come at it from two different angles. One, I think these companies know that outrage brings traffic. Yes, sir. Outrage brings attention, right? So they've seen how you know H and M have done. They've seen how you know um, was it Dove soap. They've seen all these companies. They've had examples before, and they know that even if we're going to say, "Man, fuck Gucci or fuck whoever," we're going to still go to their websites to make sure that are they really selling this. And maybe while I'm over there, maybe I'll see something else that I like. You know what I mean? I, personally, I've been boycotting Gucci my whole life, so I, I don't, I don't, I can't. You know, I don't own shit Gucci. Shit, I, I can't I afford shit Gucci because I can't afford, can't afford it. it. <laughs> yeah. So listen, I stand in solidarity. I've been boycotting, yeah. but they know that outrage brings traffic. And I think the second part to this too is if we keep it real, man, uh, these designers are old, rich European men and women that have lived a totally different experience mm-hmm. than us, and they don't care to see y'all niggas in their clothes. Period. One example that I have is Gucci Man. He modeled his whole rap name after the clothing line. Gucci is this is a high end European brand. Do you think that they want this hood nigga from <laughs> Zone Six, East Atlanta, East Atlanta Santa, <laughs> to be not seriously to be named after? Him? No, that doesn't bring that doesn't bring anything positive to their brand. That does they don't want that association. What's what's the old boy name? Uh, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci. Um, uh, Lil Pump. Lil Pump, some little dude with purple hair that raps terrible. Do you think that Gucci, the brand, wants their name associated with him? The answer is probably no, right? Like, we see celebrities and we see rich people wear Gucci and shit, but that's just a very small percentage. Most of the niggas are running around buying Gucci shit. Either it's fake or they, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where the fuck they find the money, but typically it is what it is, right? These brands don't want y'all wearing their shit, so they don't care. Or, Or they, I wouldn't say want. I say they don't need them. They don't need they y'all don't need wearing them. Yeah. They don't need y'all wearing that shit. It's, they don't care. They don't care about us. So I think it's, it's a combination of both. You know, racism and outrage and all that. It brings traffic. It brings promotion. And two, they just don't care. They don't want y'all wearing y'all shit. They stuff. Period. It, it's it's kind of genius, right? If you look at it, though. Because like you're saying, you, you hit on a good point with the, the promotion. We've been saying this for a while, how, you know, black culture is pop culture. Absolutely. It, it, it's It's... It's the main thing that drives, you know, social media. It drives entertainment, right. music. And what better way to get your name out there, right, than to stir up the pot on the entertainment and, mu- entertainment and music side. Absolutely. Knowing that only a couple, a, sm- a very small percentage of people of a certain demographic can actually afford your stuff. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah, you know, you can have... Little baby rap about yo, I'm I'm only rocking European clothes, Saint Laurent, whatever, blah blah blah. But how many little baby listeners can afford Saint Laurent? Not that many. And you right. don't give a fuck. Don't right? give a fuck. Because guess what? They're gonna retweet that lyric. They're gonna be out here saying, Yo, I'm trying to get and and that's that's what we get back to click. The people day. that actually can afford the Gucci now, they're going over to the Gucci website. Like, man, let me see what they got going on. Going to the Gucci store, yep. just not necessarily to buy the blackface mask, but let me see what else they got on here. Yep. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? While I'm here, I might as well go shopping. Like they don't, they don't care. These people don't care about us because they they know in this high traffic community, the more traffic you have on the website, the the longer someone spends looking at your stuff, yeah. the the more likely they will to buy will be to buy your things. That's, Absolutely, that's as simple as that. So it's kind of weird when Dapper Dan was doing all the Gucci, you know, the Gucci print clothing for like all the old. Dope boys and all that shit, like, and it made Gucci popular, like, in the streets. It made Gucci yeah. popular in the hood. Um, Kaylin from just call, uh, just call it brunch and rap a different podcast. I believe it was her. She was telling telling a story how Gucci's like 
actual designs evolved, right? Like when Gucci became, because you know, we, you know, we we, a lot of us come from nothing, so right. we like flashy. Right. We like to make sure niggas see what we wearing. Yeah. So we like the Gucci print, or we like Gucci on the chest, or whatever. So they started making clothes. Because traditionally, that's not how they made clothes, right. right? Their shit wasn't very flashy. It was just they had their simple. Simple, right? Yeah. It wasn't had their brand all over it. But because those are the kind of things we like, because we like to show off and we like to flex because, hey, man, I, I was out here grinding. Now I want to show y'all the fruits of my labor, yeah. right? So they started changing the way that some of their clothes look. So like when we see niggas with the Gucci hoodie, that's specifically for y'all. When you see niggas with the Gucci bandana, that's specifically yeah. for y'all. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they didn't make that for the Kate Hudsons of the world or yeah. the Tom Brady's. I'm just naming some rich random yeah. people off the top of my head. The Robert Kraft. Like they didn't make those things for them. They made it for y'all, and that's a very small piece of their whole market offering. Yeah. Period. So they don't. They don't care, man. And, and the thing is, is like I said, you can tie it all back to the fact that black black culture runs the fucking world. Yeah. So when you have that. And you think about it. White people love us. They'll look at that shit. They'll be like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Look, Robert Kraft was up here um, on stage with Cardi B, bro. Right, right, right. So when they see that shit and they're like, yo, this is the cool thing now. Yeah. They'll buy it. Absolutely. So let's, they'll buy uh, into it. So let's go back to our unpopular back opinion. So anyway, so we were saying um, how, so outrage, right? Mm -hmm. So T.I. came out and was talking about boycotting Gucci for three months. Three months. So look, so look, I... I'll, I I know what you're gonna say, mm -hmm. but just from a, a, a from the left looking at it, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Only because in order to start something, you have to start somewhere. You have to start small, take one step. Okay. So three months, maybe if you take a sample size and you say three months, and people then see the impact that they have on Gucci's, uh, you know, gross sales or gross income or whatever, mm -hmm. then they'll be influenced to then either continue or to just say, all right, well, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have an effect. We can go about what we want to do. So just based on what we're saying with the unpopular opinion, do you think that back in 19, the 1960s, MLK and Mar uh, Malcolm and all them brothers would have been like, oh, let's just do three months? They, or they would have been like, nah, take that money <laughs> and let's go down and find a black brand to support or let's pump that money back into the black community. Which, which side do you think they would have taken? Exactly what you just said. Them, they were able to take it to the highest level, yeah. whereas we shuffle our feet. There we go. I'll, I'll, we, we're here. We're, we're here in, I guess, in the vocal sense. Like, yo, I'm Black Lives Matter. You know, I'm, 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 I support, you know, anything black, black business, this, that, and the third. But when it comes to actually supporting, when it comes to actually making a move, standing up for our people and who we are, are that's, we doing it together? That's are when we as a unit? the voices don't match up with the amount of people that Absolutely. show up. Yo, just thinking back, yo, they boycotted a whole bus system. People were walking miles and miles and miles to get to work, to get to school. To walking, bro. Walking, bro. I don't even like walking from here to the end of the block. Think, just literally think about that. Niggas decided, fuck that. Well, black people, I'm sorry. I'm not going to call y'all niggas because it's different for that generation. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. So black people decided not to take the bus, which was... It probably would take them 20 minutes to get to work. Now we talking about hours. They started to walk yeah. hours, bro. Yeah. They <laughs> they moved as a unit, which we don't necessarily do. Now, let's just take, let's keep, we can keep going. Now, let's hear the different voices that have come out, right? So, T.I., all right, I give them the three months. Cool. Yeah. And you got people like Floyd coming out. <laughs> and not to say we go to Floyd. Floyd for can't any, read, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that we go to Floyd for any any opinion, but you have that mentality where it's like, man, fuck that. I'm still wearing the shit. I, I'm just going to still show off. Like, I don't care what they're doing. I'm still going to continue to give these people my money. You got people like Kodak Black saying the same thing. You it's, know what I mean? To me, it's interesting that some of the richest people, some of the richest black people to me seem like puppets. Mm. You know, I, I, like, you know, I, I bang with Meek Mill. You know, I, I always, I, I used to rock with him, you know, Flamers, you know what I mean? I'm Mike Vick in it, all, all his shit, Mr. Philadelphia, all that shit. But now in this day and age, he seems to me like a puppet. And then you got, so let's talk about Floyd Mayweather. You got Floyd Mayweather up here talking about, you know, I don't give a fuck about what the Gucci sweater look like. You know, I'm going to rock this shit. You no, know, basically saying, fuck y'all niggas, mm -hmm. I'm going to rock this shit. 
But it's interesting interesting to see that Floyd Mayweather is one of the richest black people in America. Yeah. He can't read. And I'm not even I'm not even joking. There's no jokes. He can't read. He can't write. He's dumb as rocks. He's not the exemplary person that you will want to come and speak and represent a group of people. Right. And it's always interesting to see that these are the people that are promoted mm. to represent us. Get a lot us in the rooms. Right. These are the people who are who are pushed. And it's weird how that always happens because I then I then then think back like the comparisons back in the day when you read the history books, you know, with circuses and stuff, we we were the monkeys of the circus. You know what I mean? We were the main attractions, you know, the dumb black person with, you know, big physical attributes, this, that, and the third. And now you got this dumbass nigga <laughs> representing us who can't read or write, but he knows how to make a dollar. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They understand that people are going to follow him. Right. They understand that, yo, when my, the money team or money, Mayweather, money Mayweather come on the TV, we're going to watch. Right, right. You know what and, I mean? and, and more importantly, I mean, just hearing him talk, it's just like, bro, are you for us or not? There's no <laughs> in between. That nigga don't give a shit. And, and that's it. And I think that's it. You know, when you hear back then, just based on what we obviously weren't alive, but based on history lessons and speeches and, you know, compare him to Muhammad we, Ali. Things though. that we've read, like it just seemed to me that like our leaders and our and the people that we put on the pedestal, they moved as a unit. You know, even if they made a may have felt differently, they yeah. still moved together. Said, "No, we're all doing this, and we're we're gonna boycott the bus line. We're gonna boycott." this we're gonna boycott that whereas us it just seems there's a lot of tap dancing especially the ones like you said that are on media with the mic in front of them there's a lot of tap dancing i see going on and that would probably never fly back in the day it just even if you even if you still want to wear gucci even if you still want to wear gucci don't get on the fucking tv and talk about it you know what i'm saying do it in the privacy of your own home or just don't like or just don't speak just don't speak If, if you don't know what to say just don't speak because you're not helping us at all. By you, by you opening your mouth and saying whatever you're gonna say, it's not helping the movement. And that, I think that's the problem right there. And I think that goes back to what we were saying. Yep. Back then, it seemed like black folks they stood in one, they marched at was it marched one beat of the, of the same beat of the drum. Yeah. Where now it just seems a lot of man. I yeah. fuck with Casanova. Casanova, one of my favorite new up and coming rappers, but he went to the Breakfast Club and he was saying that uh. You know, he went to Gucci. At least he kept it real. He ain't lie. He went to Gucci, and uh, at the Rock Nation brunch, he wore, like, the Gucci, um, the New York series that they came out where they put the big-ass NY on the on their suits and their jackets. So he wore this big-ass New York Yankee, like, knockoff symbol on a suit that he wore. And it was Gucci. And he was saying, people were killing me in the comments. Like, how could you still wear that shit after the blackface incident? And he said, he was like, look, man, look, I ain't have a lot. You know what I'm saying? This is this is what I like. I bought a whole bunch of Gucci stuff, so I'm kind of just going to keep it at home, and I'm not going to wear none of it till all this stuff dies down. And at least I know where he stands with it. You see what I'm saying? At least he knows it's like, look, for the time being, if we boycott Gucci for three months, at least I'm with it. Mm-hmm. I'm with it until it's not, and then I'll throw it back home. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you get a nigga like Floyd is like, man, I don't give a shit. I'm going to keep wearing it. And that's cool. I know where you stand, too. But this ain't the time. You see what I'm saying? This ain't the yeah. time, especially when, you know, people are trying to, uh, you know, be on the same page with this particular issue for one good damn time. Yeah. And especially when people are trying to correct the wrong. Yeah. I mean, the, even getting to like the uh, the shoes Katy Perry was going to release. Yeah. The, you know, the, the fucking black shoes. Well, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, though. They had a tan pair of that shoe and it looked completely different. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's, uh, so once again, it kind of goes back to what I said. Like people just, we just retweeting shit. Mm. But there's a tan version of that shoe. So it's two different colors. So the tan version literally looks just like the black version with the pink lips. But once you make it a black shoe, it's, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it looks yeah. different. It looks different. See, it, it, looks it looks different. It looks different. It looks different. Let's, let's wrap this one. Let's put a button on it's this. It's popular, bro. Yeah. It's, it's the popular thing to do. You know, whenever, because my thing is blackface has become so popular now, especially with, you know, when Pushy T put out the Drake shit, mm-hmm. everything is blackface now. You you can't move without something being called blackface. But guess what? That shit ain't going to change the right. fact that we're still supporting racists. Straight like that. And they have told you time and time again, we don't want you with that stuff. You and, know what I mean? Yeah. So. That, that's a fact. So what what was the unpopular back opinion again? Um, we're a lot of uh, there's a lot of thunder, no lightning. A lot of thunder, no lightning. We are not 
unified in action. We're just unified in speech. I like that. There you go. I like that. All right, cool. I know you said you want to talk about the Grammys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cardi B, man. Shout out to her, you know, being the first woman to win, you know, the uh, the best rap album of the year. Um, some, you know, the Grammys, they're always flukes. Some random person won, like, best album of the year or whatever. But it was interesting to see. I was looking at the stats. And this decade alone, I think the top three artists, I only know the top two. I forget the third. But the top Three hip hop artists are Kendrick Lamar with thirteen Grammys, wow. and Jay Z with twelve, huh. which is was just kind of surprising to me. I didn't see Kanye on that list because oh, I would have expected to see Kanye. Him on there. Yeah. yeah, and he don't have that many Grammys, huh? Well, not in this decade. Wow, not in this decade. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shout out to Cardi, man. Uh, personally, I don't know if I would have necessarily voted for that for Absolutely album of the not, year. But, um, but that's a big accomplishment, you know, just seeing her start from where she was. You know, you know, you hear stories about her, even when she was in a strip club, she wasn't the most popular stripper. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she was a stripper that, uh, or let me say a dancer. She was a dancer that. Uh, was she was a stripper, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to be, you're trying to be she politically was, She was a stripper. stripper. <laughs> all right, she was a stripper. She was the one that maybe wasn't getting all the money every night. And to see her go from loving hip hop and the character that she was on on there and being the character that she is on Instagram and just being her authentic self and you know, making it to the Grammy stage, that's a huge, huge accomplishment. Even though I'm not necessarily a fan of all her music, man, I, I still got to tip my hat to her because she's been dedicated. She's been focused. You know, she had a lot of things playing against her and she has a lot of things that's going for her as well. Yeah. And she's maximized on every opportunity. I think that is a true testament. I think all of us could could take a lesson or two from her. Shit, whoever's on her marketing team, she needs to be paying doing a hell of a job, man. Fold, man. They're doing a hell of a job with her. Absolutely. Yeah, they had her ass on that Pepsi commercial for Absolutely. a halftime show. Who'd you have for, if if you were to choose your own rap album of the year last year, who would have been? Uh Pusha T. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I seven songs, I don't give a shit. I like I said, that joint from one to the end. It, you can just replay, replay, replay. Cole was probably second. Wow, well, he came back around to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. yeah, yeah. yeah for me, it would have been um, Pusha. Absolutely, it doesn't. It's not a day that goes by that I don't listen to a song off of. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I listen to Santeria every single day. Like ever since <laughs> that album came yeah. out, I think I'm listening to that song every every single day. But now, shout out to her. Um, there's a little bit of controversy. Apparently, you know how um, Childish Gambino he won for This Is America. Yeah. There's another artist, and I'm and I cannot remember his name, but actually I'll play it for the vibe of the day. There's another artist that says, "Hey, Childish actually stole my song," and uh, sure like enough, the, 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 this this is America's song. I'll play it for the vibe. It's literally the same exact song. When did this? Uh, so he's been talking about it for a while, apparently. But since he won the Grammy, TMZ actually did like a you know one of them little interviews outside the airport with him. T- TMZ is a gift and a curse. Yeah, they be bro. fine of everybody, right? <laughs> what I did like about what he said though was it wasn't even on no hate stuff. I mean, he did say yeah, he he stole my song. But what I did like what he basically said was because of the power of the song and the impact of the song, it would have been nice if Childish was there to accept the actual award and use that platform to talk about some of the, the topics on the song and, you know, where the where the, the sentiment came from, so on and so forth. So I do agree with that. Um, I know Childish has been going through some things. Uh, apparently, his father passed away, right. um, like, towards the end of the year because I know they said that um, Atlanta, there's going to be a delay in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I was re- I'm not sure if it's true or not. And I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to wish death on nobody, but apparently his father might have um passed um towards the end of last year. Yeah. So that's why he's kind of been off the scene a little bit. So um but either way, man, shout out shout out to him for winning. Um I didn't get to see any of the performances. Th- this is one of those years I didn't pay attention at all. Like as the the last couple of years I've been removing myself slowly and slowly, and this is the first year where I completely didn't watch any of the Grammys. I think I think we're I think once you reach a certain level of success or you know focus on yourself so for me you know i've been going through this transformation where i've been using the word transformation (laughs) a lot but i've been going through this transformation where i'm removing myself from quote-unquote distractions now i talked about distractions like way back when like 40 episodes ago right but now as i'm getting uh you know i'm growing becoming more mature the distraction is the tv Mm, distractions like social media apps yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or different things like that where I'm like they were a part of my day to day but now just limiting my time I'm able to get so much more shit done it, it's 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 wild you know people have sent me articles recently about how some of the creatives of, of different social media platforms don't even allow their children to use social media because they understand the long-term effects it has on them 
you know, like how when they were developing certain platforms, they they researched like how casinos would purposely set things up so that it becomes quote unquote addictive and different things like that. Mm. So it's it's a little bit weird. A lot of interesting reads out there. Always read up, do your homework. But so I've been unplugged and really plugged into my own reality. Word. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? The only other thing that I had was um, recently, well, I think it was last week. Well, there's two birthdays that we missed. We missed um, Trayvon Martin, his birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, Salute. Salute to him. We missed his uh, birthday. And then also, I sent this to my mom the other day, man. It was an actor from, I think, like The God in Light. I think he was like 52 years old. I forget his name, but he recently passed. And um, I sent it to my mom. My my mom, I I tell you all the time, you know, my my mom and my sister, they've been bumping heads crazy lately. But anyway... I see my mom where she's been getting worked up and I'm like, yo, relax. Like, yeah. relax. You know, yeah. nothing is ever that serious. So I sent her the article and the dude was like, only 52, he died from a heart attack. So I was telling her, just keep it in the back of my mind, your mind. Like, when you let certain things work you up, man, you never know how your body can react and shift. And the last thing I want to hear is that you have any kind of medical emergency yeah. due to, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, seeing that, and I remember she watched that show and I remember, you know, when I was younger, seeing him on the show when my mom would watch it and my grandmother would watch it, it just took me back. I was like, damn, he passed. I didn't realize he was so young. You know what I mean? So definitely uh, my condolences to him. But um, last week, the 10-year anniversary for So Far Gone passed. Yeah. yeah. And everybody was doing their little cute messages like where I was when this album yeah. came out. I ain't gonna you, I don't remember where I was. I know I was in college. I do remember listening to the mixtape. I'm pretty sure I was early on the mixtape because that's when I was on blogs heavy. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this dude is nice. But I remember before that, I heard Room for Improvement. So he was already on my radar from the MySpace days and all that. But um, I have to listen to the album again and see how it makes me feel. I haven't gotten a chance to get around to it yet. But do you, uh, is there any, any song on there that, that you remember that stood out to you? Not in particular. When when it first dropped, I didn't listen to it immediately. Yeah. I, I had people put me on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been intentionally not trying to listen to it recently yeah. because of the whole influx. Like, yo, 10 years. I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I'm was like, in a dorm room yeah, making a peanut butter <laughs> jelly sandwich and I heard Uptown for the first time and I... He has some bangers on that joint. Absolutely. 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 So I, what I'm going to do, and you got to hold me to this, I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to the album the next episode. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all know how it makes me feel today. Mm-hmm. Because with Drake, Drake definitely wears on you. It, it, it's something like you, you got to listen to it like three or four times for it to be like, okay, all right, it makes sense. Not because he's deep, but just because you have to you have to get connected to where he's coming from emotionally. Because mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of, emo- not calling him emotional, but there's a lot from a negative point of view, but there's a lot of emotional um, references and, and, and emotional point of view that Drake is coming from Absolutely. when he makes his music, which is, it, it, it makes Drake. You know Absolutely. I mean? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I agree. I definitely got to listen back to it. I do remember when that joint came out on Canvas, everybody, everywhere we go. I mean, that was it. Yeah. That was it. You know, when I was in school, especially the the front half, I remember uh, So Far Gone. I remember, um, was it the warm-up, the Jake Hold, the warm-up mixtape? Oh, yeah. And oh, the warm-up was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody was on it. Um and it was like maybe what is with a third mixtape? Oh, the um, any of the Carters, any of the Carter uh, mixtapes that came out. Oh, okay. Any of the Carter, the, any of the Lil Wayne mixtapes that come out. The, well, the, the Drought Two, Drought Three, No Ceilings, No Ceilings. Like I remember those were the joints. Like when yeah. it when it came out, that should shut everything down. No Ceilings so, was my shit. Yeah. yeah, salute to him for being ten years strong in the game. You know, every project he's putting out to me has been progressively. Uh, I, no, let me not say that because I think his peak was uh, nothing was the same. That's definitely my favorite Drake album. I think everything yeah. after that has been a little bit lackluster. Um, Drake, Drake has been very consistent, but he's like, been consistent. But yeah. like one of my friends has said, like he started at a high bar, yeah. and hasn't shown any character development or growth. Mm. It's just been the same high bar, which is hey, it works, it works. for him. Yeah, it works for him, him. Yeah, right? Absolutely. But you would expect some type of growth, mm-hmm. and I don't know if necessarily people are getting that from Drake. Or, so, what um, are there any other music anniversaries that you could think of that you will be you anticipating? Not music anniversaries in particular, but I'm just waiting on this Rihanna album. I'm a big Rihanna. Rihanna over Beyonce all day. I'm going to say that every time I mention Rihanna. You know, that's my birthday twin. We in that joint. But I'm waiting for Rihanna to drop. It's going to be a surprise. She's going to just flip it on title one day. 
and it's going it's going to have the world on storm again. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. I was I was telling somebody the other day that I noticed that Ty Dolla Sign he kind of been kind of low key lately ever since the arrest. And I know Party Next Door been extremely low key. So I'm wondering. I know Party's definitely working on that album. And I'm thinking, I'm like, it was Ty. One of Ty has his hands in any of the uh, the Rihanna album. He, he probably does. I'm looking forward to that. If so. so, I just I need the I need more of the dream. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he put out with the uh, what was that shit? The Manage Twice. The Manage Twice joint. Yeah. That joint, man. But look. you know, he's coming out with like a part uh, four, five, and six. He needs like to. That. Yeah. That, it, Son, this man is a he might he's he's hitting the door at King of R and B. Like, you know, R. Kelly's like John Jones, he keep ab- abdicating the throne. So like the dream might be there, man. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that word. Anything else? Shit. Before we get into our, our PMB, we're getting into PMB. Yeah, this you week? got one? I got one. Okay. It kind of goes in line with our main topic of the day, you know, how we need to move more in unity. You know, we have great examples of that. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan, you know, Sean Carter. Um, and just the difference in generations, you know. A lot of my generation, including myself at points, you know, we we talk things first. We talk things up first instead of making a move first and then, I guess, talking about them later or making them known later, mm-hmm. right? I think that's how you have to move, you know. And I always tell people now, especially, you know, in order to be successful, you have to have secrets, right? Everybody can't know your moves because if they do know your moves, they will be able to prepare for them. They will be ready for you and they could steal your shit. Mm-hmm. So make the move first and then talk about it. Put your stats on the board first and let your stats represent you. Here you got Jay-Z out here, you know, he's he, he paid Lil Wayne taxes, paid Meek Mill um, lawyer fees, now he's helping out 21 Savage. You know, I know the story about him bailing out, him and Beyonce bailing out the people in Baltimore oh, yeah, during yeah. the riots. And there's probably countless and I other think, things. Uh, Ferguson, too. Yeah, and Ferguson yeah. as well. You know, him being behind the documentaries for Khalif Browder and Trayvon Martin, and so many other things that we don't know about because Jay Z does not talk about them. And the only reason why we know about these things is, is because the people who benefited from them have come out. Little Wayne, I was that at the fucking concert. He was like, "Yo, Jay Z paid my taxes." Right, right, right. You know what I mean, right. like that's let's talk more action, man. You know, let's be more about it instead of talking more about it. That's was about that it. was a beef for bullshit or was that? Yeah, that's okay. That's bullshit. Right, we right, we be on our bullshit all yeah, the time. Part yeah. of my bullshit, including myself. You know, I'm gonna include myself in my generation. Mm-hmm. We be on our bullshit. So let's move a little bit different instead of talking a little bit different. Got you. I got one, man. My part of my bullshit goes out to Lil Boosie, man. He posted a picture <laughs> of Jesse Smollett earlier and the exact quote on the caption. Boosie badass, bro. Let me, let me go to the exact quote on the hey, caption. Hold on, hold on. We, we near Baltimore, so you got... I got to watch hey, my look, back. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going to put the location on I this got shit. <laughs> Where is it? Officially Boosie. The caption reads... Oh, he, oh, he changed the caption. Because... Oh shit, for real? Yeah, bro. He changed the caption. What's the caption it's say even, now? It's even wilder. Wait, wait, wait. The caption said before. Yeah, they, they added a whole bunch of stuff to it now. So now the caption reads, that dick, I make you go crazy. Sh- shaking my head. Don't blame him. It's powerful. Then he put the uh, the the eggplant and then hashtag real shit though. So the, my, the bullshit doesn't go out to necessarily just him, but it goes out to niggas that think like him. The, the homophobia shit got to stop. It's, it it got to stop, bro. The posting a picture of Jesse while he's sleeping, talking about the dick, make you go crazy, like, bro. That shit is so. <laughs> yo, this is inexcusable, man. That has got to stop. There's there's no reason. We we talked about this earlier. If you if you saying the man is lying, let it be that. But there's no reason to attack his sexual orientation or try to make fun of his sexual orientation because of that, or try to justify that the dick is the reason why, why he's doing, or saying that the dick is the reason why he he did what he did. Like all that is just is 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 inexcusable, man. Don't attack people because of who they decide to love and who they decide to care for. Like there's no reason for any of that. Boosie is another person that I I think he's a closeted homosexual you know there's a there's a video y'all could google right now go on youtube and find it right now where he talks about um you know watching men have sex in 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 jail and he's been so he's so excited to tell these stories that i feel like he's one of the people that might portray a different image he puts on that hardcore shell to cover what he might truly be feeling you know what i mean yo be comfortable with yourself you know we've we've been through a couple things recently where it's like yo be who you are 
You know what I mean? Don't try to impose your views on anybody else. Don't try to belittle anybody else's views because of, you know, who they decide to 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 be with. So et cetera, et cetera. I don't rock with none of that shit. I don't condone none of that stuff. These these like I, I was following Boosie for a while, but I saw that and I unfollowed it because I don't I'm not about to sit here and, and read this man, attack this man because of his sexuality. I'm just not with it. I'm not rocking with it. Um That's old it, that's old news, man. I mean, we're in twenty nineteen, bro. Yeah. We're in twenty nineteen. Let news. that shit go. If you if you're on your homophobic stuff, man, get out get out of my way. Point blank period. Thanks. Yep. So I said the part, the, uh, the the vibe, vibe of the day yeah. was gonna be. So his, his name is like Jay Hasley or something like that. That's what I was gonna play. But now nah, I'm not gonna do that. This week I've been listening to J Rock's album a lot. Okay. And he has a song on there with J Cole called uh, OSOM, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. The video is extremely, extremely dope. It's very dark. It's very eerie. Um, it kind of plays out um, like a kind of like a like a true crime type of uh, TV show. Okay. Um, but this song is completely fire. Before the year was out, we we're talking about how J. Cole has been com- killing all of his features. And this is one where J. Cole floated all over it. So it's on the Redemption album, J. Rock featuring J. Cole, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. OSOM. OSOM. And we out. The Episode dirt, 51. The truth. We out. Out of sight, out of mind. Feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight. Out of mind. Feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight. Out of mind. Out of sight, out of sight. Out of mind. Out of sight. Time. Sometimes a nigga feel like everybody ain't built like Johnny McKenzie. If I could pretend, see, I wouldn't feel right. I bought a Dodge Magnum. I just got signed. Everybody on my line. They want to know the taxes. Do I got a mansion? 30K to my mom. The hood turned up. Bitches, bottles, dope, and all that stuff. Attention, high hopes to call my bluff. Offended by the notes when I lost love. Things change, people change, niggas change, bitches change. Friend or foe, if it's so, pick a lane. Lil Wayne on my single now. Fucking hoes like I'm single now. Triggers close to my fingers now But when the label froze up, they all chose up They telling me you're a non-believer now A felony all I could think about The cars got repoed, the bills they add up My bitch done left me, I smoked my last one I'm high with no sleep, I pray a back come I just might grab one, I just might blast one of you Cause I ain't got none to lose But I got these wins to gain And I don't feel comfortable One thing that I've learned all of these years Is to block devils off of my ears Fairy tales don't end well when the fame and fortune out here. Everybody out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, out of sight. Like I'm running out of time Promethazine in a baby bottle Meditating on daily dollars Lately problems Stem from my bitch Cause she know I still fuck with my baby mama So they be drama In the house I got to find the outlet Waiting on the plug Just like a fucking outlet Fuck it, I'm turning my phone off Fantasies of grabbing the heat and burning my nose off Plow, niggas might not know, but I'm slightly cold off And I might need Zoloft But for now, these Andy's a do Hear the sound, a minute depressive That ain't been prescriptive, what can he do? Anywho, boy, when you got it, you keep a close watch On the ones that's befriending you Them'll be the ones that envy you Vividly dreaming about any you But when you low, they don't tend to you Acting new when they run into you Fucking your bitch trying to feel like you There's the message I send to you Look both ways before you cross me, I tell you. Look both ways before you cross me, I tell you. Look both ways before you cross me, I tell you. Look both ways, cause if you cross me, I kill you. Out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, feeling like I'm running out of time. And running wild My mama say slow it down I don't listen to her All of my felonies on foul Sipping liquor to my liver one My partner just lost trial The system will give it to you When you get into it How could you calm down Cause soon as your guard's down It's a pistol to it 
ride special, it's a Buick. I'm guilty, but I said I didn't do it. Pressure bust pipes like a gunfight. I ain't never bring a knife to it. I done been through it, and I been through it. All the rah-rah, I'm in a high-rise. Instead of music and the interviewing, I could be a nigga dead interviewing. Would you take a look inside of my eyes? I'm surrounded by a bunch of blind guys. Out of sight and out of my mind. But y'all can never see me checking chicken fettuccine. And I'm wishing nigga would when I'm in this Lamborghini. Top back in the bitty, top down on the billy. Top dogs on the map. We familiar with your ways, we don't even need the app. Sorry, but I gotta ask. You running the trap or just running your trap? I'm running the muck, I'm running it up. Running across the finish line. Hope you worth more than your Rolex when you run up out of time. Out of sight, out of mind. Feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of mind. Feeling like I'm running out of time. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, out of sight.